Hello and welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Uh, Carl here. Julian just had to run off. He was in a hurry to be somewhere. He's run off with our guest, uh, Pete Johansson, who joined us this week for a very interesting chat. We had low, we talked about loads of stuff. We got serious, uh, but we kept it fun. Um, we probably um, climbed up our own assholes a few times to share our opinions about stuff. It was really, uh, yeah, it was a good one. Really good. Good to catch up with Pete. He's just in the country for a couple of weeks while uh, visiting from Canada. And we'll find out where he's been while he's been taking a sabbatical from comedy. Very interesting stuff. And um, yeah, so get in touch uh, for future episodes. Twoveganidiots at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. Tell your friends about it. Um, give us a, 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 a review. Or not, you know, just hit five stars on iTunes. That always helps, isn't it? But other than that, we'll see you soon. Nothing really to plug. My Edinburgh show's on sale. If you are going up to the Fringe, buy a ticket. Um, it's coming together, the show. We've got some previews coming up. I put uh, all the previews I listed on Instagram recently. And the show's called Shall We All Just Kill Ourselves? And it's, um, yeah, I'll, you know, if, come and see it. Come and see it in preview. Come and see it in Edinburgh. It'll be fun. And that is that. Enjoy this week's podcast with Peter Hansen. Bye. Oh, this sounds... Let's listen to that. That sounds nice in my ears. Does it? I, I don't get headphones. What, the music? Yeah. Um, no, oh, we've left the music on. That, is that might ridic- be all right. No. What do you reckon? No. <laughs> no. What, do you want to leave meditation music on in the background? <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I'm happy to leave it You turn it off from it there, on. do you? I'm controlling this one. No, we'll leave a little bit of background meditation okay. all music. Right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Come on, guys. Keep it nice and chill. It's a nice sunny day. We've got the back doors open. There's going to be some ambient sounds of birds, of planes. That we're shouldn't be ambient. We're live now. Is it recording? Well, it's recording, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I wasn't just talking to you two about the background noise. <laughs> is it live um, on Facebook? No, it's not. I- ITV. Ah. It's like replacing the Jeremy Kyle show. Have you heard about that? Sad. No. The Jeremy it? Kyle show has been cancelled because one of the guests... Such a helpful show, though. ...killed themselves very soon after the record. That's all it took? I would have done that for everybody years ago. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> that been great. Somebody should have sacrificed their life that like person, 10 years ago that to person. save society. It's that gone down as a yeah, martyr. That person is a martyr, mate. Yeah, save the world. Um, so, so it was always going to happen. Though. We need a little. We need somebody to get on Piers Morgan now. I, know. <laughs> I will go on Good Morning Britain and I will sacrifice myself afterwards just to get out the lemon off the air. Um, welcome back to the Two Vegan Idiots podcast. Me and Julian Dean, Easy. and we're joined by Pete Johansson on his flying trip to London. Very, yeah, very just quick. to do the podcast. Just very to flew him in. Flew him I, in. I might fly in next week for a party. I know, I know. You dis you disdain that whole the whole concept. <laughs> it wasn't. I love a party, but we were talking off air um, about the. You were saying because we'll get into it okay. about how you've been taking some time off comedy um, and how much happier you are for that decision. Yeah. Well, amongst other things, yeah. Yeah. And um, and one of the things I said was actually I do think it's very healthy as a comedian to not spend too much time with comedians mm-hmm. because um, I think. We're terrible people. Just what? throw it out there. I know you're trying to dance it around with the flowery sort of... Uh, I don't think we all are. No, of course not. Like, But every group, about 25% of us are just off. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but with comics... I think there's a higher percentage. Oh, yeah, no, I would, I'd say... Because it attracts probably... uh, people with a deficiency yes, of some type. Absolutely. And they're trying to fill it through what we do. Yeah, it's a search for... Uh, Love and it's, true. it's a search for affection. No, nobody should walk Few into a room not, and be desperate always, for everyone to love them. It's not always love, though. There's other things too. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, we've yeah, all totally. experienced the sociopathically ambitious. Oh my god! And yeah. the, uh, You're welcome. 
<laughs> Maybe, I mean, that, I think that meditation music might be a little creepy loud, in the background. Do you reckon? I'll, actually, you know what? It sounds I'm like a, Doctor Who. It does sound a bit Doctor Who. It's actually the Let's Schumann just... Resonance, which is the resonance of the world. Thank you. Is it the remix? It's a remix. Anyway, so you're um, visiting, but you are doing some comedy. That's what you're here yeah, for. I've turned it into the best part-time job in the world. Oh, is it, it, it's, it is part-time. <laughs> it, it would be a lovely job, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose it, it, when it's the only thing you're doing, there's, there's a lot more pressure on it, isn't there? Well, yeah, I found that... Uh, there's a lot of advantages to stepping back. One, you're grateful when you do the shows. You yeah. have a different framing. Yes. Um, but also, I'm spending all my days in school and around people that are struggling and uh, trying to make ends meet and get their education. And one of the things that's really framed it for me is, I mean, there's some incredible people that I go to school with, and then they work a 20-hour week outside of university oh to God. pay for university. And it's yeah. like, and I do, an, I do an hour's work and make more than they do in 20 yeah, hours. Right. And it's like... But they didn't put 20 years of No, I know. I'm not saying that it. also I don't deserve it. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not... You're there's, selling drugs as well. In no, no, but like, I mean, yeah, yeah I've put in... I'm, I'm at yeah. the top of my game in, you know, for yeah, what yeah, I do. Yeah, so yeah. to do it part-time and not, you know, travel every day, that, that, that was killing me. The last yes. couple of years, especially when I was living here in London... I mean, yeah. I, I think the last year I had, uh, when I was here, I had like uh, 45 flights one year yeah, yeah, for yeah. gigs, and then yeah. the train every That's just day. one gig, was it? <laughs> yeah. It's one of them mirth ones. <laughs> oh, oh. But I went through my entire passport in a year with all the pages stamped. Oh my, yeah. You know? And I was like, I can't... I can't do this. And yeah, I was yeah, constantly yeah. grumpy and I was constantly like uh, uncomfortable at every gig because I was underslept and I was like, yeah, yeah. And it just wears on you after a while. It's just, this isn't how I want to live. And I wasn't happy. And, yeah. you know, and I hated being away from my wife. That was the worst. Well, yeah, yeah, there is that. I mean, it takes, yeah, it takes making decisions to sort of go, I'm not going to, you know, I, t- I now sort of am very protective of my pr- time which I think it took me years because if, if I hear so many years, you're like, I need to do every gig so I, nobody forgets my name. <laughs> and then, <laughs> in it, yeah, I mean, and also about the financial thing and that, but then you sometimes realize, you know what? Fuck it, mate. Just have a bit of time off. I love a, I love a few days off now just to sit around in the sunshine. Well, doing something with your days other than comedy saves a lot of money because you're not doing nothing. I mean, I know, but I'm very, uh, like, I'm very able at doing nothing. But, but when, I nothing, <laughs> when you say I, nothing, you mean looking for your phone, or no, 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 sorry, yeah. When I mean nothing, I'm not sitting on my phone. I mean, I can, I can sit in here with meditation music on for about three to four hours with doing very little, just mm. staring at the ceiling, sort what? of meditating, but the, sort the, of the just slow being wanking. quiet, not even touching my dick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I can just, I can just sit and be there, huh. and it's so be here now. It's so good. It's so nice. I've very, very much in the last year, I reckon, calmed my mind to a point that I'd never thought I'd get to. I remember you telling me stuff like this about three years ago. So yeah, but that was more. I was in the early stages. Then, I, then I would have to be actively meditating to I, get to that point. I expect in like a year, I'm just going to find you in a catatonic coma with your eyes open. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. on stage, a, a, a slight grin. This new Edinburgh right show is a silent. Girl's show. never been happier. Let's leave him here. I know this new show is in a wig, in a wigwam in Edinburgh. <laughs> well, in year, July, What's he doing? Yeah, this year I'm doing a yurt in Edinburgh. So shit's on. <laughs> shit's happening, man. Are you really doing a yurt? Yeah, man. So I'm playing it as a round as well. It's I did a, a yurt in uh, Perth. 
It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Quite, it was very lovely. Yeah, yeah and that's, so that's my sort of plan. I'll but anyway, it's a bit of a is. cultural misappropriation, though, if I don't mind. For, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, you're taking away Mongolian culture and you know remanifesting it, as sort it of an better. exploitation of the middle class yeah. Carl in order to benefit his sort of. Uh, you're still blacking up. Yeah. That's what my show's about. <laughs> my show's about my Mongolian ancestry. So <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yeah. fuck you yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, quickly let us know that what are you studying? So could last week this is it's a weird bit of um, you know coincidence. We mm-hmm. got a question on the group last week. Real quick, I don't even have to look at Julian, right? Like He's, this. You're not allowed to look at the that. way it works. Is right, Julian is like a sniper. Okay, so Julian has comes in with the no funnies. eye contact. You got the email. Yeah. So he he comes in with the funnies. He does have the SAS haircut. Much, I very much um, I drive the conversation. Yes, uh, and then Julian is the sort so of I uh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the speed bump uh, we hit every every thirty I'm the seconds. The traffic warden. <laughs> I'm the little child who gets knocked down. Um, You're just hitting that nicotine thing, hey? Like, fucking good. are you still on the vape? Like the, we, the never uh, ever been on a vape. Maybe yeah. not. Oh, oh, for weed. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, called not a that vape. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 marijuana. It's good for you. It's you not st- that. Do you still do it? <laughs> this is uh, blackcurrant menthol. Do you still do it? No. I don't really do it with a vaporizer anymore. I don't like it that way. Um, I, if I use edibles more, uh, it's legal where I am at. So it's the abundance is and the and the uh, methods are. It's a bit uh, trippy though, isn't it? Edibles, different buzz. Yeah, it's a bit trippy. Um, I don't use it anywhere near as much though. Like I used to smoke all the time, and now I only smoke when I'm not uh, when I have break from class or anything. When like you're not that. sleeping. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep my my mind as clear as possible when I'm in school, and yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what are you studying? What, yeah, this is it. Yes, what are you studying? That's what we need to. Well, I'm down. going into. This is my post year, so the, they call it posting. Is when you go into your specialization. So I'm doing a double major, uh, one in psychology and one in cognitive learning and artificial intelligence. Ooh, yeah. somebody's getting ahead of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I tell other comics is uh, about six years. They don't see it coming. Is that we're all going to be replaced by joke telling robots, and I'm the only guy that's going to know how to fix joke telling robots. Yeah, <laughs> and luckily by then I will have transcended. So <laughs> into pure white light yeah i know <laughs> did you see the elon musk interview with uh no. i don't watch a lot of uh, popular media stuff i'm a fan of Not elon musk uh to a degree as what he's doing but the cultural entity that surrounds him as a as a being i kind of distance myself from well it's very strange to idolize a billionaire i find that an odd cultural yeah there's a movement <laughs> it's and it's not it's it's so prevalent the, yeah, the idea yeah. the idea of billionaire salvation yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. this new uh well i mean all of our our ideas are formed by sort of a, a capitalist liberalist sort of perspective. I mean, we don't have a framework for thinking outside of that. And this idea of technology saving us from the coming ecological collapse, the stuff like it's, it's foolish. It's in a lot of ways. Yes, totally There's dumb. actually more ancient wisdom that would help us more like the frameworks of the indigenous people and the yeah. way we fit inside of the construct of society with our origin stories, rather than the fucking idea that a future that is untested, yeah. that we could sort of create something that we have no idea how to manipulate. We don't know how to deal with the technology we have right now. If exactly. anything, we should stop technology for a little bit and develop a set of ethics and morals in order to fucking manage it on yeah. the proper level. Because but we're no. also still... <laughs> or just get the new iPhone, isn't it? Because it's coming out soon. It's pretty sharp. It's pretty sharp. But we're putting people in charge yeah. of, the, of solving the problems that 
the creators of the problems. That's the thing, big industry, big business and all that. And that is ultimately only going to end but in tears. do you think that any of those people consider themselves the problem? I mean, Of course they don't. They don't realise I mean, colonisers didn't think they were the problem exactly. when they landed. You know? Exactly. <laughs> this is what I mean. What we need is revolution, guys. Well, but again, revolution's not helpful either. What we need is what you're doing. We need as a, as a, as a broad spectrum uh, global thing to take a step back and go, what are... Yes. what? We know that this is a finite resource this planet we know yep. that we can't continually expand so what are we willing to sacrifice when it comes to our inbuilt morals and perspectives are we willing to sacrifice our birth rate are we willing to sacrifice our quality of living we have to sacrifice something we can't live without sacrifice are we willing to sacrifice other people is that the way because that's what capitalism kind of wants us to yeah, do yeah, yeah, is yeah. to sacrifice other people but something has to be sacrificed yeah, when we yeah. are people without will to sacrifice anything exactly anyways let's get back to the funny <laughs> we're sacrifice something now. Yeah, I was waiting for a sacrifice. A squirrel in the yeah. garden. I sacrificed the comedy element. Guys, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. This is like Inca situation where you need to put a virgin concept. Do you up meditate here. and all that stuff? No. no, no. So you're not sacrificing anything, or no? The way I sort of find. Uh, peace or homeostasis my thought is through exercise right now like oh, I, I find uh jogging and running to be very cathartic it is not it, i've yeah. I, I've, I've, I've fallen off the wagon a bit with jogging but it and by the way jogging really annoys people that are well into it because they call it running and if Uh-oh. you call it jogging they're like it's not the fucking 80s you're just like <laughs> it's jogging mate. it is well i don't run yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, i'm somewhere just past a fast trot i think it's an amazing thing for your mind i went through a big phase of it last year i just year. find it so boring I can't get into it. That's, oh, really? That's the point yeah, of it. It's a, you've got to get that. It, you, it's almost a like a meditation. It you've is got a to meditation. Push through. Whenever I find myself with a mental block or a problem or, or something, in, even you just in run that, that I, way. <laughs> I, no, but running. Uh, <laughs> just gun, run from right. it. Running helps me. Uh, over, like I don't know why. It, well, increases the blood flow to your brain. It, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. good for you. Yeah. It just it makes me think clear. Yeah, just move. Yeah, moving in it. Just keep moving around. That's what I do when I hit a mental block. I don't mind a bit of swimming and stuff. Same same thing in it. Oh yeah, I mean basically. Really. <laughs> I mean, I run on the water. <laughs> I used to do that in um, where was it? When I did Adelaide Fringe a few years ago, we used to get in the pool, and it was like it was one of them lap pools you get in hotels. So it only comes up to your sort of, you know, probably between your waist and your tits, mm-hmm. and um, and you used to just run lengths. Me and a few other comics. It was really fun. Ah. Just have, we'd have races, but ultimately it was very good. Water audio. resistance. They do that. That's what senior citizens do to stay in shape. Well done, Carl. Yeah, it's all no, it's all fun. <laughs> when they're trying to rehab their leukemia. <laughs> Just running past those old people. Get out of the way, granddad. Um, no, but it's good for rehabilitating sports uh, people who've had injuries on their lower half. Yeah, yeah. Those in a broken hip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hip replacement therapy training. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm I put armbands on my feet once when I was little and thought I could run across the pole and you just hung upside I almost down and fucking drowned, drowned. <laughs> i just couldn't get up you look like a guy that might have an armband yeah, yeah. just <laughs> straight up in the air with the swastika that's a tattoo <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but it's not the swastika it's the hindu <laughs> hey, we reclaiming that back all right what us hindus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I uh, I used to have a routine about how when I was about 13, 12, 13, I, um, I had sex with a swimming armband. I'm sorry? So I overinflated it so that the inner walls met oh, you mean in the, the middle. The, the, yeah, the, a water wing. 
Oh, right, right, right. It's like having a wank with a boxing glove or something. I mean, that's a very specific reference, but yeah. No, just throwing idea. I mean, I don't know who would do that. Just spitballing, though. Just workshopping. And you did this at 13? About 13, I reckon. Wow. I didn't even know what masturbation was. Did the person wearing the armband drown, or were they all right? (laughs) The swimming instructor was livid, mate. (laughs) That was you. I got sacked. (laughs) Uh, What was I saying? What, um... So, what age did you? It's coffee. You're looking at his coffee there. Oh, yeah. What um? What age were you when you discovered that um sin? What wanking? Probably, probably like fifteen, I think. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was quite late. I was I was very strictly Catholic, and I and I had no idea. Right. I didn't know. I I, I stumbled. Uh, the, uh, the way I discovered it was in a medical text. Yes. I was reading a medical text that had a description of the reproductive system. <laughs> it's weird that you discovered... You, were, you, were, you, <laughs> you were, like the theory of wanky. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I had no idea that... I didn't... I didn't Did his theory test. Theory theory test. <laughs> Nobody taught me about sexuality really explicitly or anything like that. So I just... I, I, there's this big, thick uh, Your Human Body book at home that one of my older siblings is studying in school. And then there's a chapter on sexual reproduction. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's how that works. But why Why would they do this? Is there... And then, oh, well, yeah. oh, that's why. <laughs> they would do this yeah, yeah, yeah. why would they stop the doing this yeah. um i yeah i was i reckon 13 i was like young 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 well how old were you saying one not really. no. <laughs> i was yeah really young hmm. about That's six or something really no no i was six when i um i mean i wasn't doing it properly like i'd sort of like but when I, I had an orgasm at about four, probably. It's really good we're not doing a Facebook Live today, so they didn't see yeah, your act that, out there. That was, <laughs> that was gross. Yeah, really. Um, I'll put my dick away, sorry. Guys. Yes, if you could. Um, what? <laughs> it shouldn't have been hard, I didn't even know. It was. I, was, um, I was present uh, for a friend of mine's first one, but I was in, a, oh, I was in the next room. I was there for moral support. I'm not judging. Um, I, he was. He was. <laughs> I was um, in the next cubicle. <laughs> I was in the next twin bed. Um, uh, he's a. Uh, he was two years older than me. He was my best mate at the time, and I was maybe ten. He was twelve, and we'd heard all about it. Yeah, uh, and he decided to give it a whirl, and uh, I stayed outside the room. And uh, how's it going? How's yeah, it going? How's just, it going in just, there? Just checked in now and again for moral support. <laughs> Did he? Did, was he excited afterwards? He you won't it, believe what he, happened. He sort of said it sounded. It felt very weird. Yeah, yeah I don't think he got the full um, experience. Still does. Still does. It does still felt, feel weird, doesn't it? <laughs> it still feels. You never weird. get. You never get. I used thought to I'd it. grow out of it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think we all thought we'd grow out of it. What age do you think people do just go? Oh, I'm I not think it must be like again. sixty when you're just not from, into it. No, from what I understand from people that work in uh, geriatric wards, it's uh, are people still knocking on. Yeah, yeah. It really? actually they, 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 you it's go fucking through depressing. And actually, it? it's fun. No, that's there, that's quite heartening to me. I don't want to be well, wanking at eighty. Just well, there. there's a lot of sex in old folks' homes, and uh, there's also ethical problems with it too, because um, certain uh, dementias and say, Alzheimer's yeah. uh, will—they just do it in the will, communal area no, and stuff. Will remove uh, traditional hang-ups and traditional inhibitions. Sort of, uh, barriers to their sexual sort of uh, adventurousness or activities. So you'll have people that were previously unsexual become very sexual. Oh, shit. Later in life. Pop into one yeah. and see what's going on. Imagine that. Um, it's walking to your, visit your grandparents. One of them's under a coffee table while another one shits on it. <laughs> well, families... <laughs> just getting teabagged in the hallway. <laughs> but, but some families can get very upset with uh, old folks' homes for... Like when they it. found out, like, and they start policing their parents, like their children again, even yeah. though it, it, it's very complex. And there's lots and lots of STDs in old folks' homes. 
wow. like from the being spread around. It's it's of it, so yeah. At I least mean, there's no pregnancy because there is a where there is definitely a ethical gray area in well consent gray what area kind of consent between yeah two you know if two dementia sufferers yeah and, and if you're the people working there where are do you, they where consensual do you, and also where do you where, at what point do you get to step in as somebody who works there and tell them that they're doing something wrong when they're yeah. three you're times doing it your all age. wrong mate you need to like push up <laughs> well, you need it, to grab a tip mate like that is gross um it's interesting though, isn't it? I wonder, yeah. yeah I, I, think always, that, I often wonder about sort of... You have to step back from any legislation or clear rules. You just have to sort of deal yeah. with it on an individual level. It's absolutely. Yeah. As, as, as is the case for a lot of things yes. we legislate for. Yeah, it's, a, it's that simplistic society where we, uh, we pass a, you know, this is the thing and rather than... The rules yeah. on the uh, wall or something, yeah. Yeah, it's just too big, isn't it? That's it. It's too hard. It's too many people to legislate. You've got to start making it smaller and We'd smaller have to put effort and smaller. In. Yeah, I mean, there is that as well. Um, but... Yeah, and I've I've lost. I don't. I don't reckon my parents are still knocking boots. Oh, I guarantee one of them is. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd put it. I, I bet your mom's out there still having a well, good time. She is. Just to let you know. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Glad you're looking after her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can concur. Sometimes you think that when they get to that age, though, you know, sort of. You get to an age, I think, when if when you're 15, if one of your mates goes, "I oh, fucked your mum," you'd be like, "Mate, you get angry yeah. in it." Like, I genuinely, we've think, done it so much. Though, but there is like, an age you get to when you sort of think that says more about your mate than it does it yeah, would about yeah, your yeah. mum. Because like, she's 80 now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if your mate's 40 and he's I like, I fucked your mum," and you're like, "Mate, you're all, sick." Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wanted my mom to cheat so badly on my dad. Why? Oh, because I, I couldn't stand my father, and I was right. like. I, I think all of us, all of us kids too, fantasized about uh, being uh, illegitimate, you know, right. like having a, an affair and not being. But as I got older, and I looked more like my dad. That kind of went. We all, we all were like, no, I don't look like dad. You guys do. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Are but, you still in touch with him? No, he's well. Unless uh, I meditate one day and can contact all him right, after okay. life perfectly, I'll pass on your regards <laughs> next time. I'm in. <laughs> I'll say hi. No, he's in the eternal blankness that is the end of our consciousness. Oh, he's in his <laughs> next life, end. maybe. What? He's in his next life. No. If you believe I in just, that shit. I don't. I don't. <laughs> he's in samsara, the constant cycle of life. We're all the same uh, creature looking through different eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's amazing we got from uh, old people fucking to a very, <laughs> very profound, profound moment. It's amazing how quick this, this podcast can turn on a sixpence. Can't it? <laughs> <laughs> the dreams of Rama. I've always loved that because it coincides perfectly with the whole idea that this could also be a, a you know a, a, an artificial manifestation. I know. I've, yeah, I've, I've, um, I've read I've read some of that stuff. People that say that thing of if you could if if we ever get to a point where we create a sort of an artificial uh, sort of virtual reality world of what we currently exist in and that proves that we've re- we're already in it well, that, the f- what's that theory I've forgotten what it's called uh, well there's a couple Bullshit. of philosophical the theories Is it the- <laughs> it's the man chatting shit theory <laughs> it's the man shit think it's fascinating that the, the idea the Sanskrit ideas uh, or the, the ideas written in Sanskrit that they discovered from like uh, just eons ago in Hindu texts about uh, where they actually meditated on the idea of the illusion of existence yeah. being... Uh, the Upanishad. Read the Upanishads, yeah, mate. The Upanishads. It's all in there. Yeah. But there's that... There's that and the, the idea of the avatar. The avatar being the shell of our existence yeah, that yeah. we're sort of existing in front of. But 
the just the there's a, this is not funny, but I always love this uh, the idea that if you're an all powerful creature that could create everything at all times, you would have you'd put yourself in you'd create life and you make yourself the most powerful creature. But ultimately, you'd grow tired of the control, yeah. and so the idea would be is that you would create an existence where you uh, surrendered your control to the circumstances, which is multiple chaos, and that is what we all are, and that's what all life is, and all life is the multiple chaos of Rama living through all these existences. So we're all the same God living in different bodies sort of uh, so with a way the yeah. universe is understanding itself so it has to separate separate itself uh, kind of lost I think it. I nailed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know I just, I just I put, but, but, here comes the speed bump <laughs> Here comes the kid in the road. There's a, a screaming mum behind you running out. But that's but, 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 but I find it so interesting that they were somebody was thinking about this like two thousand years ago. Like yeah, and we're thinking about it just now because we got some PlayStation Four at home. Yeah. Because right? <laughs> yeah, like, somebody smoked a split and listened to Joe Rogan suddenly thinks they're but transcending. But to be out like where people are just found a wheel for the first time, I you're know. thinking, well, what if this is all in the? <laughs> oh, totally. It's um, yeah. It's sort of it's constantly in the back of the mind of some not all maybe more nowadays are sort of aware of some of these thoughts yeah, yeah. the, the luxury people. of not running from in fear constantly <laughs> yeah I think there is that I, what, I remember I, I've sort of I remember becoming aware of death when I was about I think it was about three maybe two but I am. Um, I, I suddenly had this total moment of being like, "I'm gonna die one day," and I just. I remember my mum found me crying in her bedroom, just sit on my own, sitting there crying on the end of her bed, a toddler, and she said, "It must have creeped her out, man. It sounds like a horror film." She just said, "What's wrong?" And I went, "I'm gonna die one day." I had a very similar experience, yeah. but I was a little older again. Just I guess masturbation and death thoughts <laughs> come, come yeah. slightly later for some yeah, people. You were, you were four, reading an autopsy book, <laughs> just finished a wank. <laughs> reading about how the death system works but I, I was like I think I was like eight or nine I was I, I remember sitting next to the house and, yeah. f- and for the first time sort of realizing the finite and just bawling my eyes out yeah. it was brutal so I think I've always been a bit of a sort of like I wonder what's gonna I wonder what's going on afterwards isn't it it's interesting that's why I'm interested in all them funny business meditation done all them funny things like DMT and all that I think I was always oh, I looking for some answers I finally did DMT when I was in Angkor Wat in Cambodia oh yeah yeah it was f- how, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, uh, can you, can you remember much about the actual, what, what you saw? Because a lot of people I know, I, I have actually very little memory of physical things I saw or, or visual things. Sorry. I, I, I remember feelings. I don't remember actual no, I, much about the, the visual. I remember certain colors, but that's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Did I, you go through a kaleidoscope? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be, for enlightenment, I find, uh, I find that lysergic acid's been more effective for me to, to, uh, because th- shedding of, of ego was more, um, um, more powerful with uh, is more powerful with acid for me than it was with DMT. Whereas I felt a peacefulness and well, a connection. Do you not think a lot of that is because you're in it for a lot longer? You get a bit more time to work with it. Whereas DMT is it's a bit intense. Get in there, you quick. bastard, and then you're just back like, <laughs> yeah, and then you're out of it. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's like a drag race, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah. fucking hell. to sixty in one second. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think probably the length of time. Plus, also, it, the I, I, I always do acid with my wife. Right. So, we journey together on it. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds nice. It, it must is, be really it's, bonding. It's, oh, it's incredible. It's a couple of therapy, incredible. mate. I, I, we do it about once every six months is what we like to do. And uh, it has such great beneficial effects. Like, it, your stress melts away for months afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
because um, you don't you, you see them your actual problems framed against the reality of everything versus the sort of the artificial sort of pressure some relationships it could destroy though because you could see it for what it really is and like, oh, well, like what the ones that break up when they watch Daniel Sloss's act yeah, those yeah, ones? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, there is that thing of well there's people that have got a lot of um you know, in, they actually not far below the surface. They know their relationship should have ended. I was a long in one of those relationships ago. before I met Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew that it wasn't right. I knew for years. That's why I dragged my yeah. feet on getting married for three years. I, but you, you, <laughs> I think you obsess about how much hassle it will be to end it and what mm. will happen to both of you. And you Absolutely, you're concerned about both futures and all that. But then I think when yeah, something like acid just makes you realize it's all bollocks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah, you're yeah. like, what's the point of waiting Fuck around it. in a shitty thing? Just get rid, mate. Yeah. I mean, that's probably quite a brutal way of saying. Fuck you know, her off, mate. <laughs> just fucking sack her Acid's off. Like, fuck her off. I was, yeah, no, it makes you realise, you know, just what's the point in waiting around? It's not yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you it's know, true. it's just, it's all a bit. Most relationship, bad relationships don't end, though, do they? They just carry on and they just die depressed. I think that's still sort of based on. There's, I think, yeah, I don't know if it's, a, it's an inbuilt thing that you should, you know, just maintain. You know, there is a sort of feeling of like, I will fight. Yeah, and if yeah, I'm yeah. unhappy, I Stubborn. will maintain until I die. I don't know. I, I mean, or is it societal? I think it's societal. It's it. harder when you've got kids as well, isn't of course. it? To, to yeah, but that's your fucking fault, man. Oh, no. You know what, what kind of yeah, what kind of ego must you have to want to reproduce? Anyway, <laughs> I just got a good dick, man. Yeah. I want to pass it on. I'd say a couple of them weren't planned. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say all of them. <laughs> How many kids do you have? I don't even know, man. <laughs> About down. five. Are you fucking kidding me? Your I've... carbon footprint? Jesus. You, this. Ugh. How many have you got? Zero. I've got like probably six abortions, though. You know the carbon footprint? They've each grown a tree. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's how fertilizing sorry they Sorry I didn't murder them. <laughs> <laughs> what an arsehole. Cut them down in their primes. <laughs> yeah, when they, were, when they were about a thousand cells, those little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's too, is it too late for an abortion when they're actually no, near at school? Yeah, once they can comprehend sarcasm, Just go to school and just put murder. them in a condom. Is it too late? <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Um, Love my how kids. How do we get on today, Saturday, mate? You love them. That's what it's all about. Well, now that they're here, you have to, but ugh, don't have any more. Do you got a vasectomy? Just gonna a, I'm going to have a what? You should have a vasectomy, though. I mean, you should I not haven't reproduce had a vasectomy, anymore. You've already taken up your allotment. I would have a, a vasectomy, <laughs> but I don't want to be opened and cut and operated on. It's pretty brutal, isn't it? No, it's not. Is it's it a, not? It's an arthroscopic procedure. It takes like about two hours. They go, apparently, it is sore afterwards for a bit. Oh, can't oh a little soreness? Oh, my God. No. I mean, my cock's sore all the time anyway. <laughs> um. have, you had, have you had it? <laughs> No, I've never. I, 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 I'm effective at talking people out of having kids. So you, I talked. I talked to. I talked to a devout Catholic that used to cry after sex and play the rosary. Yeah. into having an abortion. I, I consider that one of my greatest achievements. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's on my CV. You know, have a thing, isn't it? It's on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> so, how do you? What contraceptives do you use? Uh, my wife uses an IUD with a very low dose uh, estrogen uh, source right near the. Uh, it's it's called a marina and it's fantastic you put it in and last five years and she's on her just got her third one put in it's a very uncomfortable procedure uh putting it in but it's amazing afterwards the incredibly light periods oh um, so yeah what's the sort of because i know it's very low hormonal uh, well, I was gonna say that's the problem with contraception yeah. there's, there's a lot of pressure on women to take the sort of load of 
it yeah. messing up all their cycle and everything like that. Yeah. So it, I always think it's a the benefits, a guilt factor to that. Yeah, she she swears by it. And the people that I know that use the marina absolutely love it as well. It's not a it's not a it's not a copper coil IUD which has a lot of it creates actually heavier periods and more difficulties in certain things. But delicious. Uh, but uh, and then okay, yeah. now. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's not okay for a vegan. Um, is it not? <laughs> no, nope. it's all about consent being a vegan, though, isn't it? I mean, that is the underlying thing about it, yeah. So, the creature giving you the biological source? It's about, yeah, veganism is about um, we're taking the lives of sentient animals who have not consented to give in their life. But that's the problem I have with the honey, because... I mean, they've not, been, but but like in like sort of unnatural beehives, like manufactured beehives, they've not. Then bees ain't been like, yeah, we'll set one up here. So it's like some fucking div who owns a company set one up. That's the only. That's, I that's, didn't understand any of that. I got to be honest with yeah, you. It's fine, I mean, I won't lie. It wasn't my finest sentence. I know when to step back and say I made a mistake. Sorry, I forgot. I'm not on questions. Right? No, um, I, I, I respect. That's not, but I get it. But um, honey is a very sort of. Um, yeah. That's in the grey area of like it's like oysters. You know, there's not. They're not technically sentient. They haven't got a central nervous system, so they're closer to a plant than an animal. Essentially, in terms oh, of sentient I think, beings, I think mollusks are clearly sentient. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Even what an oyster is. Um, what's it called? Like, look at. The, I mean, scallops are very, very uh, sentient. Smart. And uh, then you get the bigger mollusks are almost uh, incredibly intelligent, like octopus. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean they're, they are smart. Compared right? to who, though? Compared to what? Are they intelligent? Well, the fact are that... Are octopus? Okay, the, the, le- <laughs> the way you, that you can sort of uh, consider intelligence is, uh, f- is foreplanning. Can right? they do cryptic yeah. Planning yeah. in the future. Mate, octopuses are so... Octopi? Yeah. What's the, Dolphins what's the are... plural of octopuses? Puss. Pussies. Them octopuses. <laughs> octopuses, mate. <laughs> Um, octopi, no? Dolphins are Octoplural? more intelligent than that, though, aren't they? Than uh, most humans. Uh, yeah, but they are well smart, innit? I've yeah. seen videos of octopi getting out of, like, jars and shit. They consider their environment. They plan for the future. They, uh, they're, they're, yeah, very... They plan for the future. Well, yeah, they yeah. they consider the... So open a bank account. Yeah, they've all got a pension. <laughs> High interest, I got their... <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know, they're very... And also, it's that thing we, as a sort of, you know, we, that ego human thing of... We base con- uh, intelligence on what we think intelligence right. is. But we're only, you know... That's because we're intelligent enough to know what it is. But that's... Yeah, but they're, they're intelligent in their world, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Put you in, in under a rock in the fucking Antarctic, mate. Let's see how you get on. You know what I'm saying? You ain't intelligent enough just to deal with that in the moment. <laughs> just drown, <laughs> in it. <laughs> No, but that's it. It's, it's, I think we uh, we sort of yeah. Just because we've created the word intelligence doesn't mean it means everything. Oh, yeah, all right. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I just let you guys run on that one. I know. Here. I mean, bantering back and forth. We're, right? we're smarter than animals. Yeah, I mean, but what does smart mean? I mean, even amongst humans, what does smart mean? It's you can't even tell. Like somebody's well educated, sure, but are they intelligent? Oh are they my have god! A, I mean, I think a I don't crit- think smart is smartness is the smartest. <laughs> well, I have a huge the, frustration. Is the best virtue anyway? Like <laughs> no, no. Well, I prefer also, dogs. I think awareness is actually yeah. conscious. Every conce- yeah. Well, I mean, we're all conscious if we know we're us. But awareness, like situational, uh, conceptual, balanced against our environment, uh, our knowledge, that's... I mean, when you watch somebody move through... I, I can generally tell how smart somebody is by how they move through a crowd. Yeah, totally. You know, like, and so many people have 
an inability to function with the multi points that are moving around them to move efficiently through a group of people. And that's actually one of unless the most- they get anxious or you know what I mean, stuff like that. And that's that's not a lack of intelligence. Well, if anything's impeding your ability to process the thought, yeah, it is. No, in the, at that moment, at that moment, that's a disability. Yeah, but disability doesn't suggest that. You're saying disabled people oh, no. are See, now stupid. You're, now you're sort of putting a political correct thought in no, the place no, no, of, no, no, no. of, of mean astuteness. Is... No, if if the function is to get from point A to point B. Now I'm looking at this as a philosophical sort of exercise. Um, if you have anything that debilitates your ability to efficiently move through that sort of multifaceted obstacle, yeah, okay, that's uh, that's it's that is not intelligence. Even if you have the processing ability, if you're not effectively doing it, it's not actually intelligence. You have to overcome that to be intelligent. Okay, and I'm not saying it's impossible, I'm not, but that debility is sort of a limiting factor. I know it sounds harsh, but I mean, if you're measuring this as sort of an objective sort of uh, observance, and this is something that our sensitivities get in the way of, unfortunately, to a certain degree, because we are compassionate people, and that's a beautiful quality of yeah, us. Yeah, but yeah. to measure something accurately, then you have to sort of separate yourself from those things. I'm not saying that we should do this, by okay, the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying as a... But then so, what I'm saying there, I'd say, is imagine, I might take the example of a very busy uh, square in the center of a city. That's exactly what I'm doing. And you're going to. from one corner Let's, to the other. Can we make other. an Antwerp? You could just go Antwerp. Let's go Antwerp. Beautiful European Beautiful city. place. I'm thinking a guy, a couple of loggers, a couple yeah. of guys without a couple of loggers. No, yeah. but I'm thinking you've got to get from one side to the other mm-hmm. in the best possible route. Trams going back and Trams, forth. everything, right? Yeah. Um, you've got, A couple say, of Spanish tourists opening maps at the worst places. You've got a 15-year-old uh, semi-professional footballer. He's been Ooh. signed up by Barcelona because he's one of the best 15-year-olds in the world. Got the most amazing spatial awareness you'd ever see, mm-hmm. right? Amazing balance, <laughs> fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, Thighs. Thick as a fucking brick (laughs) also horrible no sort of sense of uh, people's actual, you know, emotions, feelings. You already said football player. Huh? Just, I get it. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> not bad with a round and this thing. Isn't, I'm yeah. not saying this yeah. about all footballers. I, I, I'm saying I like, am. All right, you, you, you can take this one. <laughs> I despise he literally dances through the crowd, man. He's just like any he tram. He's, you know, he's absolutely. Just, he gets from one side to the other so quick and easy. He could have used a ballet. Athletic. Him, have used a, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got every sense of spatial awareness. Got it. Yeah. You're describing next one, me, I think. Next uh-huh. one, you've got Stephen Hawking. Um, you know, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid idiot. Wiped out by a tram within two yeah. foot. For, for that exercise in the base level, the, that person is far more intelligent than the but other. That's, yeah. So, but then what? Then put. But then, so you're basing every single situation on different intelligence. So, intelligence isn't a blanket universal phrase. Exactly. All right. That's fine. <laughs> cool. But IQ test is the... IQ, sir. That's yeah, bullshit, though, isn't it? Well, it's not bullshit, but it, it's not... Uh, you can't use it as a broad sc- sc- uh, spectrum scope. I mean, there, you've got two sort of things. It's a, it's the memory of past information and the ability to access it. That's actually very important. And then you have the ability to quantify and anal- analyze new information using old formulas. That's the basis of the IQ test. And, that, and some people have the access to that very quickly. Uh, and some people can actually do an IQ test much slower than others and have a higher rate of accuracy. And could you practice it and get better yeah, at an absolutely. IQ test? Yeah. Actually, one of the most interesting things that they've discovered about our intelligence is that uh, it's something that can grow over your lifetime. They used to think that you stopped developing uh 
over you know 30 35 and then it was downhill yeah, yeah, yeah. which is I quite sad about that. yeah but now uh they're really discovering especially with older people when you get around 45 50 years old you need to start learning new things yes you have to adaptability and learning new things will extend your mental quality of life long into the future yeah, yeah. and it, it coincides with physical health as well you have to take care of your body yeah but like if your parents if you want to keep them cognitive alert and happy get them doing crosswords get them doing some sort of learning a new take a course yeah do anything uh just always be engaged yeah yeah, yeah, Reading. yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's and it ups the satisfaction of life it ups happiness there's so many correlating effects of positivity yeah, yeah, but when yeah. you sort of let them sit and just watch sky news all day or whatever and they just yeah. sort of zone it television is actually quite terrible because it, it it meets us at a point of our uh, uh diminished uh it, it, it turns your brain down yeah, yeah, yeah you know a lot of the way we engage that's why we watch uh, so many people watch netflix shows that they've seen hundreds of times and just play it in the background it yeah. creates a sedative sort of uh, disconnection where your yeah, brain yeah, actually yeah. uh becomes less active there we go ah! good tip for... are, you, are you actually uh surfing facebook no no, no i've so we've got i'm just checking a couple of questions just watching, we've got it, watching on the netflix yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> it's fine i've seen it a hundred times um that laugh is too hard well, no, um, no, it was very funny. <laughs> Just quickly, quickly checking some questions on the group. Alex Kendall on the group says, what's your worst nightmare? What, as in? Just, I mean, it's a very uh, broad question, isn't it? What's your, it could be, what's your worst nightmare you've ever had? Like a nightmare you've had while sleeping. Might be, what's your worst nightmare in the world? When I was a kid, my worst nightmare was uh, religious statues moving oh, really? and talking oh, to me. Oh, shit. Have you ever seen the film Interview with the Vampire? Yes. There's a moment when the eyes on a statue move, and that stayed with me to the point that I've just even thought about it again after 25 years. The uh, we had a we had the statue of Mary on our mantelpiece growing Ooh. up, and my dad how was big? Da- pretty big. My right. dad was my dad liked a big Mary, right? And uh, <laughs> that was his thing. Who's Mary? <laughs> and he used to pray and cry the rosary to it all, and. Um, I, I was terrified because I didn't want to believe in God. And I thought if it moved and talked, I'd have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the, I used to have these dreams all the time about uh, God existing. And that would freak <laughs> me out on a level that I couldn't handle. Right. You know? And uh, it's kind of a weird dream to have. Yeah, Why yeah, was yeah. God kind of a terrifying Yeah, when, you're, when you grow up in the in this sort of like my dad's type of Catholicism was this medieval, uh, terrifying, burning hell uh, very you didn't simplistic. Like that. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, it, it, you didn't warm to that. Snowflake. Right? No, my entire childhood was being told <laughs> the world was going to end by the time I was twenty-three. So, really? Yeah. Oh, that's why. I ha- that's why I didn't go to university when I was a kid. That's why I'm going uh, now. That's why I couldn't manage credit as a person. That must be such a relief when you stop believing that bullshit. Uh, it took a long time to uh, cleanse myself from all the hang-ups. To be honest with you, my 20s were really fucked up because I was trying to come to terms with uh, the, the Catholic sort of attachments that I still I th- have. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think my mind wasn't as extreme. My parents, you know, well, not so much my dad. My dad was always a very passive, like, you know, that's your mum's thing. But, like, my mum is a proper Catholic. She goes to church most days still. Um, and I went to Catholic schools. Like, and it was always, and every sort of plane is low, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but oh, it's heading this way. I think it is, <laughs> mate. Um, and so yeah, I used to, to yeah, you know, I, I had to go to church when I was a kid. Luckily, my mum was cool enough that when I was about eleven, she went, "If you don't want to go, it's okay." But I still had to go at school, and like I, even just constantly being told it, I definitely, as much as mine wasn't so full on, I still reckon it. I, I yeah, into my twenties, I still had little parts of me that sort of thought like just imagine if um god is watching now 
Yeah. You know, you feel a bit dirty. Then doing he's a things. pervert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's watching this filth, <laughs> let me put on a show for this geezer. <laughs> let me, I get some think, outfits out. Even if it's just a very mild uh, sort of religious upbringing, it's just it's, it's in you, isn't it? It yeah. happened when you were so young and you're a kid. It stays in you. You've got to shake it off, and it takes years. Well, the framework for our Western religions too makes us uh, sort of also create the structures that we live in. Yeah, you totally. Know, like our, our government, the way that we have sort of a domineering sort of. Uh, top-down structures because of our religious thought. Yeah. If we had a different sort of open religion, we'd be open to different types of sort of co, co-reaction. I, our origin story of Genesis is a great example of why we're so environmentally bad. I mean, we were put in, in Eden yeah. and then ejected. So this life is outside of, of paradise. Yeah. Whereas indigenous and different cultures say, this is paradise. Oh, uh, yeah. And we're and part of it. That thing so we'd maintain it. Jesus, being given Jesus dominion. Jesus said that though, didn't he? That heaven is within, hell is within. Didn't he say Yeah, but shit nothing like in New Testament was ever taken properly other yeah, than, yeah. you know, <laughs> look at Christianity's abandoned the whole idea that he was clearly a gay communist. Um. <laughs> but that is, is that thing of, um, like, you know, the whole being given dominion over the animals. Yeah. Right, it's that thing of the world is yours to take. Yeah, and we Adam and Eve named the animals, you know. Whereas in other, like the animals came with names and some weird names. Much yeah. <laughs> important is that a rhinoceros, <laughs> ocelot. It's not even a word, Adam. Yeah. Why is all right? Let you, all right, have that one then. Um, but yeah, I agree. So that's your worst nightmare was um, God Statue. being real and statues yeah. moving. Yeah. Well, statues moving definitely is something used to be in more films. It's like quicksand. I used to have a fear of quicksand because it was in oh. every fucking film in the 80s. So I couldn't go near a sand pit I had, had an actual nightmare. I was in quicksand once and fucking How long scary. Ago? I was 16. I was in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Just and I just woke up having a panic attack that I was in quicksand. I used to be scared. I think that was a metaphor for where I was in life at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were near, near a beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually sleeping on the beach. <laughs> but I... Um, <laughs> But I still haven't got my life out of the quicksand. <laughs> there you go, mate. That dream never scared you off enough. <laughs> my, my, my worst nightmare was the DMT I did in the archway that oh, time. Oh, yeah, that was... Um, that was the scared... Oh, you guys did the Highgate guy with the no, guy? Well, this, yeah. That was um, the one that... Uh, archway my, 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 That's not, Milo, saying, that's not yeah. saying any names. Oh, um, uh, yeah, what, oh it's illegal. It is illegal. It's highly yeah. illegal, yeah. Highly illegal? What a stupid it's, it's, drug to be it's highly illegal. Category, it's category A. I don't think it is in Canada. I know, well, yes, but this, Even I, though DMT is already in your brain, isn't it? Yeah, but but you also so can't dreaming's buy a, a, illegal. adrenaline on the street. Either. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. You also can't. Or, or penises. You can't, you, can't just buy, you can't just buy a brain. You can't buy a bag of penises either. I mean, if you think about it, like. Uh, much, why? Why can't you buy a bag of dicks, mate? I've got one on me. You right can't now. buy a dead body well, either. Well, methamphetamine and cocaine is dopamine, too. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a pure release. That's on why it's structures. so great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes you so happy. Um, but yeah, it, uh, your DMT. Yeah, it was, was, it was the guy in Archway. Um, and um, it was just the most terrified I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Right. And it was like all- saliva, not DMT. I, oh, the, that's, no, that's um, terrifying. Sal- oh, salvia. Not, salvia. Salvia. Yeah. salvia was uh, like really demonic when I did yeah. it. It made me I, feel like I had a stroke. Yeah. It was gross. I, I, had, I had these two like entities next to me, these two women, like whispering when I was on salvia. And I was like... Should've, and, you should have done it 
on your own, personally. <laughs> I don't think do it around a couple of strangers. But I Googled it afterwards, and a lot of people get these women whispering next to them. It was weird. It's weird, isn't it? I just it's felt like I up. fell backwards through the through the couch, and then I was on a roller coaster that was like going through this dark, fiery hole. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah, mine just felt like one side of my face dropped, and I had a stroke. It's <laughs> <laughs> just really horrible. Um, it's it's quarter to four. Do you need? Yeah, to I'll, start? I'll leave in five minutes. All right, cool. Because um, we yeah, because Julian's got to go elsewhere, guys. Do you want to tell everyone where you're going? Go to boxing class. Go to a boxing class. Oh, really? I used to box. God, that was the best shape I was ever in. It's, it's, a, it's the first exercise. time. I'm just going to go there and fuck up their hardest and then uh, just go in, move take the to the next down. boxing club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I, there's something that feels really good about hitting the bag for a while, though. This is a like, proper, like, sawdust and blood all over the floor one. Like, <laughs> Is it the one in Bethnal Green? It's near. It's not in. It's near Underneath there. Underneath the uh, cross, arches. It's not there. It's Cross Harbour. So it's okay. near. It's near there. There's a couple down there. In it's Beth a Nogu. free one. They're trying to sort of do it for the community. So really, that's very cool. Um, yeah, that is. A, I think it's a really good. Um, I mean, it's such good exercise, man. I'm so unfit. I'm just going to embarrass myself. Well, I've just. But. I've just come back from seven weeks of eating and drinking in Australia. So I'm currently. Walking. How was Australia? It was amazing, but I've really packed it on. And also, I stopped. I came back, had a few days to relax and unwind. And then last week we did a podcast, and I went to Amsterdam last Tuesday night for a couple of days to watch the Tottenham match. And um, and needless to say, I went bananas. You went bananas last time we were in Amsterdam, too. I remember the night before that taping. Oh, the my God. District, you decided to do uh, mushrooms. No, it was acid, wasn't it? <laughs> was it was it acid? acid. I took acid all night before a TV recording. <laughs> and needless to say, I've never watched the footage back. Um, it was such a bad idea, that was. Honestly. That's a terrible idea. I mean, it's, 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 that's my worst nightmare. It's what happened. I, I remember not getting any sleep, having a shower, still buzzing off my Face. The rest of us got fucking plastered, though. Yeah, so I mean, we, luckily that was that was like a that was a full crew of hangovers. Oh no, I did acid once. I don't know how this is going to come over, but I did uh, only a tiny bit of acid and went to uh, took my daughter to um, a, like a nursery thing where you have to sit there with them. They're this preschool, yeah, and sat there on acid. <laughs> I mean, this is going to come off bad as well. But I was with their mum, so we had an, a responsible adult with us. But I just did a bit and went in there. And then they start. They do, at the end of the lesson, they do this bubbles thing where they blow bubbles and all the kids. And I was just going. <laughs> I just couldn't believe these bubbles. I was well overreacting. The, the to them. teachers are like, "What an engaged parent!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really getting into it. Yeah, I just was. Really got his inner child. Hey, would, you, sort of. would you like to volunteer? Yeah. I think you'd be great here. <laughs> this bubble machine was playing. The, it just seemed the most incredible thing. I accidentally went to a friend of mine's uh, one man show, and I didn't know what it was about. And uh, me and Courtney had done acid, and uh, it was all about addiction and its problems with oh, things. And no. it was well, like you were on acid watching. Yeah, <laughs> we're sitting in the eyes. Of, heavy. We're yeah. giggling in the wrong places. Like, and that was my rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up in shit and blood, and my girlfriend was dead. <laughs> It's a tool song, isn't it? Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> it's like when you see people doing coke at a comedy gig that you're at. You're on you're on stage in like ten minutes. You see a bunch of guys come out of the toilet all like rubbing their nose. You're like, <laughs> you're not going to enjoy this, are yeah, you? Yeah. You all want to talk about yourselves now. 
it's certain drugs that are not fitted I think for coke is just an adrenaline ego all about me drug yeah. isn't it and um, I, I think mean, an acid is not one to then listen to somebody talk about their just like problems what, yeah but never you know <laughs> the things that up, you mate. currently stop caring about the real world you're bringing the vibe down mate, <laughs> yeah, mate. Oh, no, you, all you're thinking though is if he just did acid he wouldn't have any of these problems <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah you know, like, <laughs> him after the show um, and yeah that's because when you're on it you think why why, why aren't we on this all the time and the next day you're like oh yeah because you couldn't physically function at all um, and it's just yeah it's not it's no way to live um, somebody asked on the group how's Trevor Trevor Crook oh how is Trevor he's, um, he's good he's, I mean he's sort of physically back to back to norm you know he still gets a bit tired uh, since he had his minor stroke but now um, he's still a bit he's spending a bit too much time on the old internet is old Trev Oh yeah, he, uh, I remember he was back when I used to be on Facebook. He, uh, I like Trev, but he he uh, he engaged as a comic with many of my friends who are not comedians. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thing with Trev is he watches a little bit too much on YouTube, which yeah. is a uh, once you go down that rabbit hole, man. You know, suddenly I, he he sends me about. I reckon six to eight links to a YouTube video a week, right? <laughs> I reckon two, three of them are, you know, sort of bodybuilding. Like, it'll just send me some weird thing of, like, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger pumping, like, back in the day. Maybe it's a bit of fun because he's into bodybuilding, right? And the other five are things that I don't even open the link because it's always, like, bloody how the Western man is being destroyed by feminazis. And I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> off, mate. I don't get the whole fear of the evolution of the, our culture as it comes to these sort of things. Especially, for, like, that actually is a really interesting... I hear so many older comics, like, uh, criticizing, um, like, the snowflake youth and, like... The, and it's like You're the one moaning, dickhead. Yeah, and also, you're the one that raised these kids? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Your generation created them. Yeah. Uh, you gave them all the problems that now, they're now trying to fix. And I, I'm in school with kids that are 20 and 21, and I... First of all, they're the nicest people yeah, yeah, yeah. I've ever like they're so much nicer than my generation mate younger comedians now like the generation coming up now like there was like quite a few of the new wave uh, were over in Melbourne and they're so cool and nice yeah. there's no dickheads there's no like bitter there's no arguing in dressing rooms everyone's just nice and you're like oh, we were the cunts yeah. <laughs> you my, realize that's it isn't it my cruel sarcasm has no place no, <laughs> around, no, no. around youthful people and yeah. I have to remember that all the time did you learn that the hard way yeah. no actually because they're very nice they're, they're, they they engage earnestly with your sarcasm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I made uh, when I first started university last year I made a couple of suicide jokes and uh, <laughs> a couple a couple not one <laughs> but two yeah. but, I thought I'm gonna have another go at that but I, I do I try I've, some racist stuff next <laughs> like, that, that didn't go down I've well. always found suicide funny alright okay I know it's not I get it but I, I, I do find it I find well, dark my, things cathartically yes. funny on some level and that's just it's a holdover from the way I deal with things but that doesn't mean I should expose others to it, uh, and uh, <laughs> push it on others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, after the first one, uh, there's like this quiet, and then uh, somebody came up to me after this and going, um, "I'm worried uh, that you might need to talk to a counselor." And, <laughs> oh, <bless them. laughs> and like, are, do you need to talk? Because I'm available. And like, oh, no, 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 that was a joke. And like, it was like, oh, f- ah, I gotta, I gotta yeah, watch yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, there's this idea that universities make people into ultra liberals, and I find that really interesting because I've discovered since I've been there that they don't. Yeah, um, kids arrive. So I say. 
kids you say arrive. That now, but actually, having met you now since you've been at uni, you've turned into a libtard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say. But, but kids arrive. <laughs> yeah, 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 very, very sensitive and left wing. Because yeah, I also think naturally, what tends to happen is the generation, each generation, is slightly more left wing than the last. Yeah, that's what that's always happened, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I remember when I was in my twenties, like how how ridiculous. Yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably yeah. comes in cycles, though, doesn't no, it? When like, is, I don't, no, think, I don't think they've ever had like a far right. No, youth. when has there ever been a generation that's been more right wing? I'm than bringing the one up some. No, really. <laughs> One of your five is going to be a racist, <laughs> statistically. My little daughter a Trump haircut or something. <laughs> but no, it's, it's that thing of there. There's, um, I think that's each generation goes left of their parents. That's what I always tend And you always get the outliers. Well, they, rebel, they rebel against their parents. Yeah, so if, you, if you've yeah. got a generation that are just right-wing, like sort of, or even just like conservative, I think your, your kids go, oh, I'm not going to be like that boring old fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. So you go left. But another thing that we really have to think about when we're talking about kids too, and I find this upsetting, is that they're under so much more stress than we were. Absolutely. Like, I can't believe the stress and fear yep. and uh, the fact that their entire lives have been online. Documented. Mm. Yeah, everything they do is considered their past. And yes. we didn't have any of that. And I see the fear like these kids if they don't do well on a test they're they're almost breaking down I'm like yeah, whoa whoa relax yeah, yeah. man you've got an entire life but they can't see that framing not at all you know and I was never that stressed when no, I was that age because we didn't have any outside scrutiny yeah do you know what I mean we are like we it's like, but nothing that happened before I was but about even, 25 even, exists even credit ratings didn't matter that much when I was growing yeah, up yeah, now yeah. you fuck your credit in your 20s you're fucked for a long yeah, time that's why I fucked it in my 30s when I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> do it proper mate isn't it? you gotta go at it as a mature adult um well, let's quickly do one question and you've got to go, innit? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just, just do this and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. It's been really fun. It's flown by. <laughs> um, Caitlin Donnelly, no relation, I believe. Uh, probably is. If you go back long enough. Daughter. Um, she was at a gig the other day. You go back long enough. Oh, cool. We're probably all related. <laughs> Favourite historical period? Ooh. Um, yesterday, I quite liked. The present. No. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> listeners can't see that I did a sort of weird prayer thing with my hands there. This Favorite is, historical period. If you, I suppose what they mean is if you could go to a historical well, this is, period. This is basically the plot of Midnight in Paris, isn't it? <laughs> well, if you say anywhere before the 80s that you preferred, you're racist. Unless you keep going back. I, always, say, I wish I was a caveman or something. I always yeah. had that fantasy of going back in time with what I know now and imagine totally. what I could do. Do you ever have this fantasy about I think they if make you could be VR transported into your own body when you're like sort of 18 yeah. oh my god with I fantasize that about oh my god. <laughs> all the time yeah. that is like that is one of them things that six now years again, old genius oh, I don't know it. what makes me think I'd be a genius either like, <laughs> you're not a genius now <laughs> no. I can't even you... do I'd probably fail my 11 plus again <laughs> six years old you find yourself in a in a, in a, a marriage on the rocks yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Some bird pregnant. <laughs> just I don't really I, think it through. I only just discovered masturbating yeah, a yeah. weeks ago. Just give you more time for more kids. <laughs> you get to this age. I've, I've got seven now. <laughs> no, I am. Um, yeah, it's a funny little fantasy that I think I everyone do it all has that. I think everyone has that. It's, just what it's it'd be like healthy. to be. What would it be like to be an eleven-year-old at school with knowing everything that has happened, but all the knowledge that you have? Just destroy just your just, teachers. No, but I would just sit back and just. Bide my time. Mate. I would have stuck with computer programming. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I ever dropped that some, just to get. I would have started stand up at. I'd definitely be. A, <laughs> I would have been the funniest eight-year-old, like <laughs> ripping up the comedy stores, doing his first twenty at eleven. Especially yeah, back then there was about seven comics oh, as yeah, well, yeah. and oh, none I, of them were under <laughs> forty. I would have avoided comedy altogether. I'd, be a, I'd, I'd have been a criminal lawyer, I think, if I could do it again. Really? Yeah, a criminal. 
slash lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Basically, yeah. Because you did the criminal one in this life. Exactly. Instead of just a criminal. Um, Back to your question, though. What would be a good time? I would want to be around. I wouldn't want to be around when they didn't have anesthetics. AT seems weird, doesn't it? To be honest, I genuinely, it's a hard one, isn't it? I think I would probably go back really far. Mm. You know Catch I mean? syphilis and realize there's nothing can help you I mean, and yeah. die. If you could determine what class you were going to be born oh, at, that's obviously that yeah, because yeah. Roman at the top class smashed yeah, it. Kind of, would be pretty fun. It might be pretty. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just early, early. The sixties looked good, didn't it? Yeah. Again, yeah. That was, um, and they had enough medical stuff. You know, that was pretty decent. And AIDS wasn't yeah, around yet. Well, yeah, the summer, the summer of love time would have been pretty cool. The yeah, experimenting would. with drugs would and all stock. that stuff. But then again, drafted into... The uh, Beatles, yeah, the Stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean... <laughs> yeah, going back to that, suddenly you're drafted for now <laughs> on the way to Saigon. No, 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 19. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I forgot about suddenly that Suddenly in the woods in Plateau. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I mean, what we're seeing here is uh, this question has raised the fact that all history was pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. So um, maybe it's just living the now. Yeah. True. No, this is a pretty, uh, again, another reason why I went back to school, because I think this is possibly one of the greatest transitory periods of our human history right yeah. now. And I want to be around to observe and understand. The new iPhone coming out. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're about, in the next 10 years, we're about to have everything change on a level that people I don't think are ready for. It's the yeah, best yeah. of times and the worst of times. I think I've nailed it. We can have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the final thought. And uh... You've been listening to... <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it's, we're in for an interesting uh, time. Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming to a point where our technology is going to so surpass our ability to ethically manage it that it's going to either elevate us or destroy us and it's kind of yeah it, it's it's exciting you yeah know? give it i mean that exci- what's the old chinese thing live may you live in exciting times this is this yeah, is yeah, the yeah, definition yeah. i think in a lot go. of ways so yeah just trump for 2020 i think yeah. depends on that <laughs> be malleable is, is the message isn't it be ready to adaptable yeah. there we go um that was really fun. Yeah, it's lovely. Good work, team. I was, think we really put some issues to bed. <laughs> Have we, we really solved everything for the listeners? I, oh, I feel I feel like we didn't talk enough, enough about fun stuff, but yeah. I, I mean, sometimes this podcast is all just silly stuff. Sometimes we get a bit serious. You know what, what? What's going on with Chris? Can somebody update? Why isn't he here? He's in LA. I know he's in LA, but what's he doing in LA? He's trying to make his dreams happen. Okay, but... He, he wants to be, you know, he wants to be a big time American... Comedy actor, do that, and that's where you got to be, man. He's living the dream. Is he coming back at all? I don't know. He loves it. He loves it there. So, well, it's a, it's a. I mean, to be honest with you, to be British in LA is a pretty fucking yeah. sweet. And he's having a great time. They've got a nice little setup going on now. Things have started to happen. So, you know, all the best. Yeah. I think it's going to hopefully it will work out. I missed them now. last time we went through, but I, I, I think next year we'll we'll definitely say hi, Dill. Good. Um, enjoy your final few Thanks. days here. Yeah, and um, thanks. Good to see you again. It's nice to see you too, Carl. And hey, oh, before we go, remember uh, what was the name of our hilariously embarrassing tour? What did we call it? And the nominees are uh, no, <laughs> wasn't that the title? Was that really what it was called? I think so. Oh, that makes me feel sick. Oh, I know. I think about it every once in a while. Oh, and I want to vomit my I mouth. Do, I genuinely <laughs> think I'd wipe that out of my brain. A tour, of, uh, a tour of cinemas that ultimately we didn't get paid for. So oh, right. We never got paid for that the, shit. They were the, 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 we got done, innit? We got, it was, um, the guy went declared bankruptcy yeah, or something. Yeah, to not pay That's us. a good tour. 
They were the best of times. They were the, worst, the worst of times. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Yep. Um, what have you, where are you this week, Julian? Where can people see you? Where did I say earlier? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't remember. Can where, I plug the place? Yeah. I think I'm in, I'm in one of the stands. Oh, cool. Up in Scotland. Yeah, it's. I think it's Edinburgh this week. Edinburgh stand. Lovely. One of the best clubs in the world. I'm in Corby Friday and Saturday. Camden, London. Lovely. And I'm at Nottingham Glee this weekend. So come along and say hello. Hmm. Cheers, team. Bye. Bye.